What's your sign? Mine is Dunkercorn. This is the fish that saved Pittsburgh on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! Welcome to Sneaker Madness. This is a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me as always, we're Sam and Jackie. I'm the Micro Machine Guy and Micro Machine Guy. God damn it. I am not the Micro Machine Guy. Certainly not the Micro Machine Guy. Yeah. Time to make the donuts? Where's the beef? Time to make the donuts. Uh, No. Here's a Pepsi officer, world peace, Jenner. Come on. Anybody? Like no. commercials. Okay. Uh, this is a basketball movie starring a basketball player Recording. in Sam's third uh, see, uh, series of basketball movie guys. Bas- NBA stars in movies. Okay. All right. Third, third, the final run of a three leg movie run. <laughs> Um, we are on today. Oh my god! It's dude. a three-legged race. <laughs> it's a three-legged podcast. Yeah, I think we almost saw a three-legged man when Doctor J got out of the hot tub. Hey oh boy! Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is the third movie in my NBA stars of the screen run, and uh, it is got its own website dedicated to it, the Fish That Save proclaiming that it is the greatest basketball movie ever made. Well, are they wrong? I don't. I mean, I guess you got blue chips, blue chips, and Hoosiers are kind of big deals. Hoosier, Those are college movies. Hoosiers is a much better movie than this. I'm going to just say that yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I don't know about. It won the Academy Award? Didn't it win something like that? I, I think know. it might have. Uh, best screenplay, maybe. Uh, uh, but definitely, this one would win for best soundtrack. Um, that's hard to argue with. That's the number one reason, according to the Have You Heard Why. It's the best basketball movie is It's the Music Turkeys. <laughs> the music That's what turkeys. it says on the website. <laughs> is it the music comma turkeys? No, it's the music turkeys. Yeah. Maybe it is comma turkeys. Okay. Not not the music turkeys. Because I don't I don't remember any turkeys. Uh, it says the music turkeys with no comma. Okay. The music turkeys that appear in this film that I don't remember seeing. Uh I sure, why not? Have at it, music turkeys. Gobble gobble. Jive, jive. No. Why do you just know me all the time? No. My jokes are just as funny as yours, and both are in the negative category of funny. I said I just said no a lot during this movie. I think it's just carrying over. Hmm. Sam, what else do you got on the fish that saved Pittsburgh? Starring Dr. Julius Irving. Dr. J. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't... Uh, I don't think it ever really made a theatric run. Oh, really? It made 12... 12- thousand dollars oh boy Ooh, that's oh. its theater returns according to the numbers Ooh. no idea of what it cost i have well not cheap it rides this line where you're like i'm pretty sure this is crap uh-huh but at the same time you're like they've kind of done a pretty good job putting this thing together yeah uh because it it it, it reeks of chomps to mm-hmm. me 
Like the same goofball Jonathan Winters is involved writing cartoon live action comedy. But it doesn't suck as bad as Chomps by any means. There's some genuinely funny jokes in this film. There's also some very stupid things that happen in this film. I did yeah. not like John Winters in this film at all. He's tough. I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of Jonathan Winters either. He is tough. I just, every time he was on screen, I was like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like the American Benny Hill kind of, but like the American Benny Hill for children. Benny Hill's funny. Right. And horribly offensive. Uh, but. Jonathan Weber Winters grabs a butt in this. Right. He's like the Benny Hill for America for children. I don't have a problem with Jonathan Winters. Mm, right. I don't think that there's anything showcasing his brilliance in this. <laughs> no, he acts like he's got a mental disability mm-hmm. as the really super rich brother with the train set. Yeah, the owner of the Pittsburgh Pythons. Pythons. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then every time you see him, you're just like, mm, does he have Asperger's? Or is he just Michael Jackson syndrome? Like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, I don't want to be a, an adult. The children. I couldn't tell, like, what he was going for. Yeah, I can't tell. Because he's either. not going all out, because he seems like he functions as a human being. He's just kind of a silly guy. Yeah, he's a silly guy. The kids like him. He, that's yeah. what That's what I think he's going for. Is He's like, oh, this, this character is going to bring the children into this film. They're going to like this character. Yeah. No. Eh, well. You know what? The, what's going to bring the kids in for this film? Hmm. Sparkly outfits. Yeah, Dr. J dunking it constantly. That's kind of enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The basketball stars that are in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got So we got Jonathan Winters. We got Dr. J, obviously. Uh, Brainscomb Richmond. Brainscomb Richmond in an early appearance. This is yeah. before he really started making it as a stuntman. So you wonder, like, what could have been? Which makes his appearance in this film his Eighth appearance on Stinker Madness. Brains come, which means Still that he's also one behind Sylvester Stallone that's, next to Cliffhanger. But he's he's trying to keep up. Yeah, yeah. We just keep tossing Stallone films out there, and Brains come just keeps snaking into shit. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome work, buddy. Also, the second <laughs> appearance of uh, Julius Carey the Third. Oh, aka Shonuff or Lord Bowler. Right, I missed him. He was the guy that had the turban thing. Oh, the truth. The truth, yeah. yeah he was yeah. the other really good player. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, anybody else that we can think of? Oh, uh, Stalker Channing. Stalker Channing. Uh, uh, Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, a lot of NBA players. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even pick out all of them. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Meadowlark Lemon, who I was wrong. He wasn't Bullet. He, Meadowlark Lemon was the Rev. Okay, okay. And he was the captain of the uh, Harlem Globetrotters forever. Okay. Just died a few years ago. Uh, w. Emmett Smith, also in this film. M. Emmett Walsh. M. Emmett Walsh, yeah. yeah. W. Emmett Smith is- W. Uh, Emmett Smith. That guy that uh, was really good at the football. Just went by Emmett Smith. W. Emmett <laughs> w. Smith. Emmett, no. It's... Dumb joke. <laughs> I'll rub some dirt in it and get back in the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, so- it's a film about basketball, which is the is breaks from what you did before because the other two were not about basketball. They just no. are basketball players. Basketball players in movies. You're right. Uh nineteen seventy nine. Uh about the 
Pittsburgh Pythons, Pythons, who are not good at basketball. They stink. No. Uh, they're not winning. The town hates them. Nobody's showing up. Uh, Except who? for these two women. Yeah. That never pays off. Yeah, it doesn't really pay off. Well, it's sort of. We'll they, see. They uh, are in the halftime show at the end. Sort yeah, of. we'll see. Uh, they got this guy named Tucker who wants to be traded. He, yeah, he, he's a jerk. He's a jerk. Nobody will pass to him, but nobody will pass to him because he wants to be traded. He wants to be traded because nobody will pass to him. It's a fucking catch-22, buddy. Try some teamwork, dickbag. Yeah, he's a total dickbag, and he's making it seem like Dr. J is this horrible guy because he gets paid a lot. Mm-hmm. But you're introduced early on to his character, and you're just kind of like, he doesn't seem so bad. No, no. Yeah, he seems like a nice enough guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty good basketball player, too. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a Rolls Royce. Yeah, he's got a Rolls Royce. That's it's a really nice car, too. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Uh, anyway, so he's like, trade me. I don't want to be on this team. And they lose the game that they're playing at the start, of course, uh, despite the dancing ladies that Jackie talked about uh, who are like, get some of this booty. They are. She's flashing her hoo-ha mm-hmm. at the other team. Yeah. Because right. she's got this split skirt thing, and she's like, look at my junk. And they're like, "Uh uh-huh, we will look at your junk. Thank you very much for showing up to this game. You just won the Smithwick Dental Halftime Cam. Look at those teeth. Yep. Before they had that, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. This is the 70s. It was was the uh, fourth row beaver shot. (laughs) Oh, no, you win. What do I win? You win to keep keep being a whore. <laughs> you, you win a complete lack of humility. Uh, and so they're all pissed off. The whole team's pissed off. They go back into the locker. Yeah, and they're, they're so pissed that they stuff their assistant coach into the freaking laundry. And he's like, I swallowed my gum. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty funny. I just want to make reference to the actual funny jokes in this film. So Jackie doesn't say, there was nothing funny in this film. There actually was a couple. Uh, and this kid, Tyrone, I guess he's the ball boy of the team. What's his What's his deal? How is he into these guys? Um, near as I can tell, he's the official team kid. Okay, okay. <laughs> like I can't really tell yeah, you what he's a fourteen year old that just kind of hangs around, right? And he hands out towels. I mean, we do see that. Okay, all right. So he's just the team kid. He's the team kid. Yeah, okay, got it. All right. Does do all basketball teams have a kid? Have I don't, a kid? I don't think know. They, any of them do. Maybe they do. Well, what would we know? You ever well, been in an NBA locker room? No, I mean it used to be loosey goosey. Okay. I mean, whatever you want. Red Arbach ran the Celtics like a goddamn, like no dancing, no cheerleaders, any extraneous non-basketball shit, gone. Get your own fucking towels. (laughs) We're here to win basketball games, not get, you know, showered in gifts and lavish comforts. And have a team kid (laughs) picks up your shit. Pick up your own shit. (laughs) Fucking get back on defense. You should read his book. It's good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so Tyro goes home and he's like, God damn it. These freaking pythons are steak, but they're still my favorite. And he turns on the news and, oh, hey, look, it's Harry Shear. Harry Shear. I'll be goddamn. Harry Shear's uh, pretty prominent through this film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's his name is Murray Mark, Sports. Murray Sports. <laughs> the sports <laughs> reporter. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, Mom, dude, I gotta, I gotta study this astrology shit. I think I'm on to something. What? That's not his mom, right? It's his sister. I know. We can't tell that until halfway through the movie, I though. No, and she's like 15 years older than he is. Anyways, and and she's like, No, you gotta, you gotta help me get your socks out of the sink. Uh, what? 
Yeah, who's... Maybe they don't have a washing machine. Maybe. Yeah, but what? Why are your... Okay, so... Yeah, but don't most people do that, like, in a bathroom sink? Not, like, in your kitchen sink? Maybe they don't have a bathroom. Maybe she was talking about the bathroom sink. No, because we see her. She's in the kitchen with the toilet plunger. What are you doing with that toilet plunger if you know that there's a sock down there? Just grab it. Yeah. Maybe... You're making a mountain out of a molehill, lady. Maybe their garbage disposal's on the fritz and she could stick her hand in there and lose it at any point in time. Well, then that would have added to the drama of this film. That would have been exciting. Uh, Anyways, and he's like, no, 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 I can't do that. I'm on to something. I think I figured all this shit out. And... uh, He might as well at this point say, hey, bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Damn, bitch. Get my fucking sock out of the sink yourself. Jackie. <laughs> okay, just cut that out. It was Kanye West who would say that what year it is before he did all that. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1979. Uh, fuck yourself with my socks. <laughs> Look at my wife's huge butt. Mm, uh, I want to let somebody else do the song for the rest of it. He, uh, Kanye. They just had a kid. His name is uh, Chicago. Chicago West. I'm not kidding. I, I think it's kind of a cool name. Chicago. Wasn't the first one? Well, the first one had a goofy name, too. Like North... Yeah, I think it was North Wind something. I thought that was Beyonce's kid that oh, maybe. was named North. Or There's a movie about a kid named North. Oliver North? No. Hmm. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Okay. Uh, so, And Moses is wandering around town. Dr. J's character. He's wandering around town. He's all glum. Damn, man. I love basketball, but these pythons sure do stink. He has his own theme song. Moses. Almost everybody has their own theme song except for the kid. Yeah, that's true. No, I think Tyrone does have his own. I saw it in the I saw it in the uh, the film credits. There was Tyrone's theme. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, <laughs> two thousand. What year is it? Uh. Nineteen seventy nine. Kanye West. I can't keep up with calendars. Uh. Yo. Yo. Speaking of Kanye West, I showed my dick to a little kid in the gym. Yo. Wait. Speaking of Kanye. (laughs) Well, when Moses stands up, he's like in that bubble bath thing, and he stands up. The kid is like right there. He stands up, and his donger's hanging out. Yeah. It's a big penis. Uh, We'll reference Kanye. We'll see Kanye back later in this episode when we get to, uh, yeah. Uh, Anyways. So Tyrone, he's like, all right. Read all the astrology books. I know what I need to do. I'm going to go visit Mona Mondi, the three-nippled psychic from Mallrats. Mallrats, there it is again. There it is again. <laughs> it's Stalker Channing is not in Mallrats. Uh, I don't think she has three nipples. Well, she might have three nipples. Who knows? Anyways, and, and, and he's like, hey, psychic lady, uh, do you like basketball? And she's like, eh, eh, it's okay. They're not real good. and like, But like, then they're sweaty and gross and stuff. Uh, why do you ask? And he's like, well, I need you to be X? the team astrologer. Right. Which does what? What do you want me to do here, kid? I want you to be the team astrologer. What do you want me to do here? Oh, she kid? already said she's got charts on all the sports. Yeah. Horse racing. Um, Super Bowl. All of it. Yeah. So, the dogs. Which means, is that implying that she knows sports future? Like she fucking got in the DeLorean and went into 19, 
55 with yeah. the Sports Predictor magazine. She knew the Cubs were going to win two years ago. Then what does it matter if she's on the team or not? She, hi. Hi, guys. I'm the team astrologer. Uh, according to the stars, you're going to lose because you suck at basketball. Mm. Well, she's not. she doesn't seem to be concerned with money, so she probably must be making a bunch on sports betting. Okay. Because <laughs> normally they're like, get you in, get your 20, and then kick you out. Got to get another 20 going here. Or if you're like, oh, we need a team astrology, like, fucking jackpot. <laughs> you realize how much money I make right now. Yeah, Fuck. it's $20 for five minutes with a psychic. In 1979? Yeah, it's probably only a fiver. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I just don't understand what she's supposed to do. Guys, come on. Gather around. Here's the plan. Uh, I've looked into the future. You suck. You're bad. You're, you're going to lose. You're going to lose tonight. You're going to lose the entire season. Well, thanks. I'm so glad you're fucking here. Because isn't that what they do? Isn't no, that horoscoping? She like works, you she works read around. your future? Yeah, you got to work around, though. You got to work around? Yeah, you find the pitfalls and you work around them. No. So what she does, let me help you gentlemen out here. She takes our money and feeds us bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's sure true, does. too. That is very much the case. But they consider it based off of your birthday and the time of year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well. Wow. Some fascinating information about astrology so far. (laughs) So based off the day you were born and the time you were born. Wow. um, It's good stuff. And your gender. (laughs) You've been reading Tyrone's books, haven't you, Jack? Yeah. So far, I know a lot more about astrology than you and I know Jack and shit about it. Then they they can chart out your life based off of the... (laughs) Wow. This is great stuff. Good stuff on astrology here. We have a book in our house about it. <laughs> you never you read didn't it. read. I, I never read it. Somebody gave it to me. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really thick and I didn't want to take it. Like, oh, there's this much of this horseshit? Holy crap. I have to draw lines on paper. And And every page is just different versions of saying what Jackie just said. (laughs) They take your birth year and your gender and... The time you were born. (laughs) I got to that part of the book and then I was like, oh my God. It's way too much fucking work. All right. So she agrees to do this job after she learns that, that he wants to make a whole team out of Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody going to be on the team is Pisces. Which doesn't make her job any easier. Okay. How's that? How's that <laughs> astrology expert? So they have to take their birth and the time of it. Right. So everybody's got their own individual thing. So she still has to do individual reads for everyone on the team. It's not like it's a one one size fits all. I guess it's one less like section of the year that she has to research. Like, uh, also, we find the, out the most important thing in this movie. Uh huh. And I don't know if you guys know, mm-hmm. but Aries kick ass. Oh, they are what everybody in the universe should and wants to be. Is that what you're telling us, or the film is telling us? That's what the film tells us. Huh. Okay. That Aries are. Uh. That's what Jonathan Winters tells us, and he tells us a bunch of other shit that I'm sure is crap, Yeah, too. The, the Aries is the favorite child of the cosmos. Mm. Why wouldn't he say that about Pisces? Because Pisces are fish, and they're stupid. Okay, all right. Anyways, so Tyrone uh, then goes to Moses' apartment. He's got a Rolls Royce and lives in a one-bedroom jobber. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, and he's like, hey, man, I, I'm in your car. Come on down. I want to tell you some stuff. But first, we need to take a drive. I'll drive. You work the pedals. I'm 14. And I it, can't see over the steering wheel. And then it cuts to the next shot. They're on the fucking freeway. There's a kid driving this goddamn Rolls Royce down the fucking freeway. And Dr. J's sort of helping with one foot. Yeah. Except for he keeps like, slow down. Slow down. You're running the pedals, Dr. J. Right. Whose job is it to hit the brakes? Dr. J doesn't know how cars work. He didn't know how the phone worked. No. On the way down there. You know what he does know how to work? A basketball. A basketball. <laughs> All right, so he's like, see what we're doing right here? It's called teamwork. That's what you guys got to do. You got to start playing together. And there's like chickens and eggs and stuff, but uh, you want the good eggs and the bad chickens and get rid of the bad chickens. You get the good eggs, and then you stick them in a bowl and you whip them up and they all become mush. And no, then you it, put them in a pan and you make a delicious omelet. That's called teamwork. Souffle. Ooh. No, that's not what he says. No. Not really. It's pretty much what he says. He says, if the hens won't lay eggs because of a mean rooster, you get rid of the chickens, and you get new chickens that like that rooster. That can dunk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. We get introduced to the team owner as we, we kind of gone through Jonathan Winters' version of him, but he's also got a brother, also played by Jonathan Winters, who is uh, like a, a villain, like a... Like he's got a monocle and he's always trying to get that money and uh He just wants his brother to fail. That's it? That's his only motivation? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but his brother has like eighty five billion dollars. Uh huh. But this guy's not poor either. No. Right? No. They're both rich. But his brother owns the Pittsburgh Pisces. And he owns Jack and Shit? I don't know. He's got a golf cart and he's got a man. Yeah. He's, he has a man. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Mm. And he has brown underwears. So he's trying to sabotage everything. Yes. That, that transpires throughout the film. Uh, and Tyrone talks to the owner, and uh, he's like, hey, we're going to use an astrology to uh, rebuild the team. That's how it's going to work. Woohoo! And the, and the guy's like, cool, I like astrology. I'm a man child. I, I have like no problems with this little boy. Sure. Good presentation. Would you like to play with my trains? <laughs> Because he's playing with trains. That's exactly what he does, though. He's like, you guys want to play with some, some trains? And tries to give them the controls. Uh -huh. And they were like, nope, I'm good. I'm um, a grown-ass man. isn't his like trainer on play. This is his office. Uh-huh. His desk is a train set. That's correct. And he dresses like an engineer. Uh-huh. And he owns a basketball team. Sure, why not? I bet half of the NBA owners are actually this guy. <laughs> You see the shit that goes on in that league. What I want to know is who's paying for Tyrone's uh, wardrobe throughout this movie. Mm -hmm. This kid has some sweet ass suits. Yeah, this red number that he's wearing right now. Man, yeah, he's gotten, fly shit. I have no idea where he's getting these clothes. Well, he happens to be a close personal friends with Dr. J, so that yeah, helps. That probably helps a little bit. Anyways, uh, so the entire team's quit, and they're rebuilding the team. All in Pisces, and the whole town shows up for tryouts. It's like the big show. Yeah. And it's awesome. I love this scene where they're going through uh, through the people uh, that are trying out because they have got a, a cadre of characters, you might say. Because like that one? No? No. Three guys. A plethora? There's like 
drag queens. It's a cosplay. Like there's a witch. You find out that any formal gathering in Pittsburgh, anywhere in the world, no matter what year it is, is an excuse for fucking at least twenty five to people to show up in cosplay. There's Gandalf. Every there's yeah, there's a fucking lady dressed like a wizard too. There's a an old timey weightlifter guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's children there. They're gonna try out for the basketball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the assistant coach is checking out this one kid who can dribble three basketballs at once. Yeah, he's pretty sweet. He's like this. This is gonna this is gonna make our team. No, there's even busty ladies. Yeah, there's some busty ladies that show up throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, they go to a crowd shot of a lady jumping up and down. You're like, oh, hey, <laughs> all right. No bra on that one. Put her in one of those jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they finally put the team together, and we get, we're going to go through the, the team. We got Set Shot Buford, who's like a uh, five, six, skinny-looking white dude. Yeah, probably but, mid-40s. Yeah, but... Uh, Anytime he sets up for a shot, he'll drain it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, and he also shoots overhand. It's pretty Dude, cool. Double-handed shot, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's the DJ. I don't know what his name is. Did we ever figure that out? No. But... I hated this guy. Oh, I like the DJ. I. Oh, no. Why? He's just... cool. No. He raps and he dances. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like that. He's funny. sure he's better than Kanye West. He might be better than Kanye West. Uh, Kanye West would steal some stuff from him. There's a there's a, a guy that was like a NBA prospect named Driftwood, but he, he dodged the draft, not the war draft, the NBA draft, and entered the war, right? Because those guys are animals. Yep. But now he's back in the NBA. Now he's back in the NBA. Uh, we got Baines, who doesn't talk, but he can sure spin a basketball on his finger like a motherfucker. Bullet that, Baines. Bullet Baines. Isn't that um the football player guy? A football player. No, he's like I tried to look this guy up, and he is not really. I, I'm just watching him in the movie. Mm-hmm. How is he not a thing? I don't know, but man, he can spin a basketball on his finger. That is for damn sure. And he was he had all sorts of magic. Yeah, yeah, like the shit bad kind of magic, but he made it nice. Uh, there is the truth, who's like a liberated, uh, tired of this shit black man. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take the we're gonna take the streets over and and get our get our shit. Julius uh, Carey. Julius Carey. Uh, there's Little Running Hawk, played by Brains Coven Richard. Yep, this is super racist. <laughs> no. Anytime you put a Native American in film, Sam, it's going to be racist. Yeah, like, how do, you, how do we know that he's Native American without all of these super racial, race, racist racial cues? He's got a dream catcher in his locker. Yep, yep. He gets his own sort of fringe socks. Uh-huh. He wears a headband. He wears yeah. a headband during the game. And at one point when he makes the shot, he gets down on his knees and goes, uh-huh. that's true. That's true. It's pretty racist. <laughs> Sorry, Native Americans. I was like, I'm pretty sure they don't do that. Uh, there's Benny and Kenny who are twins. Yes. But they say they're not twins. But they're not. I don't know. I what don't know. The deal is with them. Yeah. They're twins. Yeah. Are they uh, Are they supposed to be gay? I can't tell. They're okay. just very slight of frame. Yeah. But they wear like midriff shirts and stuff. And like there was some... Weird like, hand gestures. And, well, and there's some eyebrows being raised by some of the surrounding people, but then they all become part of the team, which is the statement of this film. Right? Yeah, everything's about the team. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you're from, who you are. If you're part of the team, you're part of the team. Uh, anyways, uh, and then there's the Reverend, played mm-hmm. by... Uh, who? Lark Lemon. Meriwether Lewis. Okay. Yes, Meriwether Lewis. Okay. I want to know... Chicago, why- eh? 
Sacagaway. Yeah, you can't say Sacagawean. That's not how you say it. I'm pretty sure nobody knows how to say it then. Sacagaway. Has nothing to do with anything. Nope. Jackie's like, the fuck? The fuck? Meriwether Lewis. It's right there. Low-laying yeah. fruit. Yeah, the, the Harlem Globetrotters guy. Also uh, founded California. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Not even close. I mean. Uh, I want to know why this haircut is not a thing. The reverence? Yeah, like his hairstyle is not like a thing. The Darth Vader helmet? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a small Darth no, he Vader has, helmet. He has the, the part right down the center, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the two little bumps. Yeah, the and then it bumps. kind of flares out on the back like Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vader. this was a sweet-ass hairdo. <laughs> it was the best hairdo in the movie. Yeah. I think most people can't pull it off. That's why. Only him and Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> so it's game night. The stadium is packed. I guess all of Pittsburgh wants to see what is going on with this basketball. It's going to be, yeah, it'll be a show no matter what, right? It's going to be a shit show. That's what they think. Yeah. But apparently, astrology rules the day. Okay. Um, do they, they haven't even talked to the astrologist yet. They just are like, hey, guys, what's up? We're the team. Let's introduce each other now. Let's go play basketball. And when then they do, they're like... Kind of globetrottery. They're very globetrottery. Right. So I don't even know. I think that the statement of this film in the end makes the statement of the film at the beginning as well. Because these guys are just good at basketball. Yeah. But it's like they played together for years. Right. So yeah. So in the end, they beat the shit out of Detroit. Literally. Right. I mean, there was just shit everywhere on the court. It was gross. On the basketballs, it just, it was so gross. You seen donkey basketball? Uh, I have. There's a lot of shit in donkey basketball. I don't know how that ever became a thing. Why would you do it? What is donkey basketball? Uh, You ride around on donkeys and play basketball. It doesn't work good. No. And they shit everywhere. And and they fucking tear up your gymnasium. Polo, like the horses are trained, the people know what they're doing. These are just ornery donkeys Uh with usually... Like for us, I think it was the teachers had to do it, uh-huh. and uh, the donkeys don't really go where you want them to, but you still have to try to play a basketball game <laughs> while you're on top of one that's just doing whatever it wants. You might like it, Jackie. It's it so, is literally a shit show. Right. Is this like a, a little Garden Valley thing? No, the high schools all over the place do it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a fundraiser. Where do they get the donkeys? The donkey store? Duh. Duh. Well, I mean, like, where do you not? I mean, there's donkeys everywhere. <laughs> where do you Where not do you get, get donkeys? <laughs> like, are you kidding me right <laughs> where now? Where do you not get donkeys? Where do you not get the donkeys? grocery store? Yeah, I guess you can't really get them at a Chevron. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the wrong place to look for Hot a donkey. Hot topic? <laughs> I, I have never seen a donkey for sale. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think not you're looking... Even- I'm going to have to Craigslist this now oh, and donkeys. see how much you have to spend to get one of these basketball donkeys. I think you're. Uh, I think you could get a donkey for what do you say, five hundred bucks? Well, for like to keep? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you no, bought a donkey? I, no, the like five grand. Five what? grand for that's a how bro? Much, uh, that's I think our mule was seven seventy five hundred in nineteen ninety one. What are you gonna? How are you ever gonna get that? Horses money back? are like twenty five thousand oh, dollars for a good horse. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, horses aren't that expensive. Yeah, um, if you're fucking talking show ponies, but or no, like a yeah. barrel racing horse, twenty five grand, no problem. No, yeah, sure, that we're talking, we're talking like it's just a Joe Smo the horse. Yeah, five grand. Joe Smo no, horse. Nope, nope. I don't think you can get a horse for under five grand. I bet you could get a horse under a thousand dollars. I don't think you can. If it was like fifty, yeah. If it was on its last leg and it was yeah. headed to the glue factory anyway, and you're like, look, I just need this horse. Hey, a horse is a horse, of course, of course. You know they can't take horses to the glue factory anymore. That's true. Now they take them to the dog food factory. Nope. Oh. They should. They take him to a potter's field? My dogs love to eat horse. They show him the rabbits. The rabbits? Is Lenny. that a watershed down? No, Lenny. Can you oh, see that? Oh, Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> of mice and men. Oh, that's fucking sad. <laughs> God, I read that. That was awful. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this just went somewhere south <laughs> there's not a lot to talk about in this film so <laughs> no it's like might as well talk about a mice man <laughs> <laughs> like yeah is it the greatest basketball movie maybe i don't know i don't know yeah. let's talk about a mice man yeah. <laughs> let's sing this song fish fish okay so they they beat the shit out of detroit as we said uh then they go on and win 11 more games in a row so they're they're a big deal they uh get they're famous they, everybody loves them the they, chicks are throwing themselves at them. Absolutely. Em. Money's everywhere. They deck out their locker room and like, like Pink. cool stuff. They get a pretty, pl- they have plush carpet now. Right. In their locker room. That's pink and fuchsia. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, foreshadowing because now they're going to have to wear that shit too. Yeah. Well, and you know what I want to know is how does that work? <coughs> Your owner is rich as fuck, right? He's eccentric weirdo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now he's taking an interest in a team that he's owned the entire time. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go and decorate their locker room. Wee! Why they're gone. Yeah, and he comes in right then, too, and changes their names to the Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. And gives them their new unis. I think the kid's in on it, though. Oh, the kid's leading the the old man around? Yeah. Okay, all right. Their new unis, though. Woof. Oh, I love Did you see what the Rockets were wearing in the 90s? Oh. Oof. I was, you know what I was hoping for in this entire movie? A ball Speaking come out? Yeah, they're tiny shorts, Jackie. Yeah, a dick slip. Yeah, we know your ways. We we are familiar with uh, the way your thought pattern works. I was waiting a, for it the entire there's movie. There's not going to be a dick slip in a children's movie. There is a penis in Teen Wolf, though, so there, who's to fucking say? Who's to say? <laughs> penis at the end. Right. <laughs> right in the middle of the shot. Like, when you see it the first time, you're like, wow, that, wow. That's just a guy's dick. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be more subtle. That's a man waving his dick at the camera for a while, zipping up his pants and fleeing the scene. <laughs> the thing that sucked about that was that the first time I saw it, they made me watch the whole rest of Teen Wolf first. So you when you get there, you're lying. like, wow, thank God, a dick. And then you realize, oh, John, I just said, thank God, I'm staring at a dick. Because I had to watch the rest of Teen Wolf, and it blows ass. To get to a dick. To look at a guy's cock. What the fuck was wrong with me that afternoon? You took one for uh, film history, Sam. (laughs) I remember looking at Roman and Mark, and I'm like, why are we watching Teen Wolf? He's like, oh, there's a dick at the end. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then I went along with it. Let's get to the dick. (laughs) This dick needs to hurry up and show (laughs) Teen Wolf's lame. Uh, I really liked Teen Wolf. (laughs) Everybody liked Teen Wolf when you're children, Jackie. It sucks. 
It is unviewable. It is not the best basketball movie. <laughs> no. And that's no. the other thing about it. It is at least a basketball movie, so we're not that far <laughs> off course right now. <laughs> and there's dicks in it. Uh, so anyways... Uh, Mona Mondu comes in and she briefs them on the alignments of the stars. Like, here's here's your horoscope for today. And they're like, oh, okay. But then she makes it really basketball relevant. She's like, this guy's going to get soft in the second half. So boost him up. And then, you know, in the second because, half, really give him. Because Venus is yeah. in, in uh, degraded decline or, what, or whatever. Yeah. Business. Uh but they don't. Apparently, they don't listen because they go out and they start struggling against New York. She said it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I thought she said it was going to happen in the second half. Anyway, <coughs> so then she has a TV. Yeah, with <sighs> the tape from the first part of the game. That's not even possible back then. Sure, it is. Why wouldn't it be possible? I don't really know. Other than the fact that there were no cameras on the court. You know, that would be an interesting thing to find out. Is when video court like video and film was always a tool. But when they started using it in halftime, like when they were able to really use more than just still photographs, probably not this early. Probably not. I'm no. thinking probably 90s, but yeah. that would be a game. That's a, that's a game changer in sports is when video starts getting used at halftime. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Thank God for tape. Thank God for tape. And they still call it film. We just watch a lot of film. There's not even tapes anymore. <laughs> The shit's on a hard drive. Why are you calling it film? You're looking at YouTube. Yeah. It's the fish that say Pittsburgh. I just want to say that. <clears throat> fish. Uh, yeah, that. I was sitting in this movie or I was sitting through this movie and I'm like, where the fuck is the fish? Right. She was actually waiting for a giant fish to save the city. I was. I was waiting for like. This magic bullshit fish to come from Mona that like jumped out of her purse and was like, hey, <laughs> my name's Dave. I'm going to save the Pittsburgh. I'm going to save the Pittsburgh. I'm Dave the fish. Time to save the Pittsburgh. Yeah. You're an insane person. That's what I do. You know, because they had this. They had this scene where, you know, everybody's standing in line at the fish market. Right. And so then I thought this is where the fish is going to come yeah. out. Yeah, just starts dancing around. Everybody in Pittsburgh is like, who put acid in the river again? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, you know, because they, they have the song going, it's the fish that say Pittsburgh. And then, you know, they have all these people waiting in line at the fish market, and they show all these fish, right, and they're, they're washing them off and putting them in newspaper. I thought this is it. This is where the fish is going to pop out. <laughs> Here he comes. Dave the fish. Instead, it's a dick. It's a dick. I felt so fucking retarded. <laughs> when I finally figured out they were talking about the, the astrological sign. <laughs> I felt like such a stupid ass. Oh, boy, Jackie. All right, good. I'm glad, <laughs> glad that happened for you. Uh, so they're going to, they need to make up a 15 point deficit. So they're going to use a uh, uh, set shot to, to. They're like, how do we make up 15 points in a basketball game in one half? Uh, the answer is play better. Right. Uh, instead, they go with Operation Human Shield. Right. <laughs> And they almost kill that shot. He just takes like 15 charges. He looks like he's been in a dryer for four hours. 
<laughs> he, I'm not even sure he's alive at the end and of the every game. Every one of these charges, he gets tumbled into the stands. Oh, yeah. Like, on his head, on his ass, all over the place. Yeah, but he's getting points. He is, and he hits the game-winning uh, foul shot at the, the foul line at the buzzer, I guess. Because you can't just run and shoot baskets. No. You have to, you have to sacrifice one for the team. <laughs> it's like you have to, okay, look, we're not winning. We're into this astrology shit. The next logical step is to kill one of you yeah. in a human sacrifice out there on the court so we can win. <laughs> or sometimes do what everybody else in the NBA does. Well, there's 82 games. You can't win them all. Fuck it. Yeah. We're going to lose this one. We'll get back in there. We'll get back in there on Wednesday. Nope. Kill set shot. <laughs> it, was, it was lovely knowing you, sir. Well, now we come to my favorite scene in the film where Moses meets Tyrone's sister. And he's like, uh, damn. Yeah. Let's go for a ride, lady. And she's like, okay, without Tyrone. I guess I'll walk home," said the fourteen-year-old child in 1979's Pittsburgh yeah. downtown. Okay. Well, he knows a fish named Dave. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> ride home with Mona and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Come over here, Tyrone." <laughs> and then he poops out some glitter, and he's like, "Listen, you can ride with us <laughs> on the magic glitter carpet." <laughs> And he's like, that's just fish poop. <laughs> he's like, but it's magic. <laughs> I don't know. Could this whole thing go in my head? This movie just went in a totally different direction for me. <laughs> Gonna stop smoking PCP before we do these things. <laughs> uh, so uh, she's like, the sister's like, you're ruining Tyrone. The only thing he cares about is the Pittsburgh Pisces. He's not going to school. He's not doing his homework. He's not doing his chores. And he's like, that's nice, lady. Watch this shit. <laughs> Watch me dunk it. And then she's like, sploosh. <laughs> right? He, this is seduction because he is in the car with her. He like, uh-huh, yeah, sure, uh, whatever you say. And then starts feeling her hair and like her shoulders. And she's like, uh-uh fuck no buddy and he's like all right i guess you're playing hard to get well i'm gonna lay some silky dunks down for you yeah <laughs> yeah get out of the car and watch me play basketball in a hood brat hoochie mama area of town he does he just he says that all right well then get out of the car and watch this shit she doesn't partake in the basketball it doesn't turn into like ooh, you're all sweaty and hot now it's just a montage of him dunking it. And there's like this voice like, oh, seduction. <laughs> right? That's when Kanye West comes back. Oh, you like it. Oh. 1979. I had to learn how to dunk to survive. Mm -hmm. is, it a, oh. is it a metaphor? No, he's telling her like, I had to learn how to listen to my own body. And I had to learn how to dunk. And I had to learn how to be lighter than air. And yeah. this is how I made it in life. How does that fucking help Tyrone? <laughs> It doesn't, but it gets her on the end of his wiener. Uh, how <laughs> it's does like it a fish hook. Whoa. Pisces. How does he it... just throws it out there and it's like nibble, nibble, nibble. Yep. Don't even have to bait that hook. <laughs> nope. How does it? Okay. Whatever. How does the dunking do <laughs> it? Make her hot. Like, it that's happens. fucking cool, you fucking showboat. Uh-huh. Wow, great. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen to what I was saying about a child's future and you're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to make your panties moist with this fucking Dunkin' shit. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, realistically, 
if you had any kind of brain as a woman, you would go, oh. And then you would just turn around and walk away while that's, he was right in the middle of his dunk. That's neat. Uh, the keys are in your car, right? Because I'm yeah. fucking driving myself home, you fucking maniac. Have you seen Captain America? <laughs> he steals people's cars. <laughs> <laughs> only, only we have seen Captain America. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Is it 1983's Captain America? <laughs> the car thief? <laughs> All right, so the Pisces are now in the playoffs. They're playing L.A. in Game 7. And uh, Tucker, from the beginning, is on this team. He wants some revenge uh, via the help of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> Tucker strikes me as one of those guys, you know, that you're sharing the locker room with him. Uh-huh. And he goes and takes a big shit in the urinal. Yes. Yep. Oh, totally. Absolutely. He's a urinal shitter. I don't know if... I, well... Jackie, have you ever seen shit in a urinal ever? <laughs> yes. Yep. Do you think that that's a thing? I, oh, yeah. I have seen that. Okay, so it is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's gross. Yeah. When and I then went... you have no cho- choice but to look at it. Who what? shits in the urinal? <laughs> exactly. No, seriously, who um, does that? When I was in a school in California, the urinal shitting was like a weekly thing. Oh, my God. Like, that's your silent protest is... Dumping in the urinal. That is a dick move, It man. is a dick move, because it doesn't affect any of the people that you hate, unless you really hate the janitor. Right. And there's no reason to hate the janitor. Who has to pick up human shit with his hands? Uh, yeah. That sucks. Dude, yeah. yeah. Don't shit in urinals. Tucker is a urinal shitter. That's the moral of this movie. Yeah. Don't shit in urinals. Also, when I was in college, uh, in one of the dormitories, someone shit in the heater. <laughs> Oh my god! And they actually had to close the whole wing for about four days. They sealed off the doors because the shit smell was so bad because it was just a burning cloud of shit. And uh, it was the talk of it was the talk of the university for a whole week. I remember that when I heard the RA came up and was like, "Someone shit in a heater at Chafee." <laughs> and then she looked me right in the eyes and went, "Animals don't even shit where they live." <laughs> Like, she just couldn't wrap her brain around it. She's like, they're worse than animals over there, those freshmen. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, uh, anyways, uh, L.A. comes out of the locker room with uh, much aplomb. They're uh, pretty fancy intro. Lots of uh, light show, and they're looking cool, and they're ready to play ball. But they get upstaged a little bit when... Uh, Dave the gives Pisces. the team a ride down. Dave Here comes Dave. has made an appearance in this film. The stadium opens up. Yes. The roof of the stadium, which is not a thing in no. 1979. Uh, bas- current basketball stadiums don't even do that. Uh, and then they float in on a hot air balloon with lasers bouncing off of it. Uh-huh. And Dave is, and is the basket. Dave is the balloon basket. And the entire team is in the balloon. And that's exactly what I think Dave would look like, too. That that nice little smile on his face. Oh, he's a friendly fish. Yeah. And then for this one, though, he sh- probably should have been wearing a top hat and had a cane. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it's hmm. fancy time. Well, unfortunately, it's also danger time because Mona has been kidnapped by the brother of the owner. Yes, the owner's brother has set up a, a kidnapping and then he's gone to the owner's suite without mm-hmm. his brother. I guess his brother's in the crowd. He's a he's a people's owner, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and he's in the press box, and he says that their season's toast. Uh-huh. And then he, he's like, toast like these, buns. <laughs> and then he grabs this lady's ass. Like, Whatever you got to do to get a butt grab, I guess. <laughs> uh. 
Is that what evil guys do, or is this just what all guys did in 1979? Oh, I think it was rude to not grab a butt, yeah. apparently, Ugh. according to some. Yeah, as a woman, you know, you come home and you'd be like, fuck, nobody sexually harassed me today. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get assaulted once. Did I, did did I, I forget do my to wear wrong? perfume? Yeah. Am I just not putting out the vibe anymore? Maybe I should do more squats. Hmm. Because Bertha is getting way more. Bertha. I don't think any woman named Bertha has gotten way more of anything except for hot dogs. Hot? Whoa. Hot dogs right in her for JJ. No, in her mouth of pork sausages, Jackie. <laughs> pork sausages? Pork sausages, Yeah, yeah huh? really working on not using any double entendre here. Uh, bratwurst. <laughs> Man meat. That's what she likes. No, I'm saying actual hot dogs. Right you guys are the face. fucking perverts. Frankfurters, Bertha? you know. Bertha, who's named Bertha that men are like, oh yeah, Bertha, bum 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 bum. It's like, it's like, who's the sexiest lady right now? Large Marge. To some. Yeah, dude, there's like a whole thing like where men pay women they're over the internet. <laughs> oh. Here we go. And they're like five, six hundred pound women. And like they, they're like, "Hey, I want you to put on an extra small wife beater, and I'll give you five hundred bucks if you make this little video for me." So they're sitting in a bed. You can't see anything, right? Because the rolls are covering up the, the goods. And then they put on the shirt, and it rips off. And then they're like, "There you go, Tom. Thanks for subscribing to my YouTube channel." <laughs> uh, so if you'd like to learn about astrology or the internet, <laughs> this is not the show for you. Can't believe nobody right during that sequence said, "Tell him Large Marge sent you." I yeah, well, Large Marge died six weeks ago. Ah! Uh, the boys are nervous without Mona, though. They're like, "Fuck, how are we going to do this?" The coach is like, "Don't worry about it. Just go out there and execute. Just good coaching." Uh, they come out flat though. There's turnovers. There's missed shots. Traveling calls. Whatever you want, you name it. They're doing it. They're doing it. But Tyrone figures out that uh, there's this cosmic event that's happening right now. And today and today only is the, the Pisces is blocked. They can't, sure. they can't do anything today and today only. So the, he's, he wants to delay the game until midnight. Because then it's the new day. Right. And they can be good again. Yeah. You know. Cosmic stuff. Pisces didn't eat enough fiber, so he couldn't crap out the glitter magic. Oh, okay. Do that, fish need fiber? I don't know. Why, you have more fish than anyone I know. Why would I? Yeah, come on. It doesn't seem like your fish need fiber. They're pooping a lot. <laughs> They've always got like the little trail. Yeah. It's like the a, trail of poop tears. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. Nope. No, that's bad. I'm moving on. <laughs> uh, Simona gets free. She comes and makes it during the halftime show. Uh, and this halftime show is pretty awesome. I'd like you to pay attention, Roger Goodell. Yeah. Maybe we get a, get a copy of this. They got a box of fish sticks. Shout out to Kanye again. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones? Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones fish sticks. Yeah, the Mrs. Right. Jones fish sticks right. halftime right. show is better than about everything except for Prince and uh, the booby lady, Katy Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only two halftime shows the Super Bowl's ever done better in the halftime show at the Pittsburgh Pisces Stadium. What, the Indiana Jones and Patti LaBelle halftime show in 1988? Oh, that one, yeah. No, it did not. <laughs> that was just weird. Uh, 
but it's game time now, and they go to grab the basketballs, but the basketballs float up in the air. I guess he put helium in them or something, but yeah, they go into space. That who? Tyrone. Who, Tyrone put helium in the basketballs. Yeah, yeah. we should mention before the podcast is over. His real name is James Bond the Third. Yeah, James Bond the Third. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm, yeah, that was never going to happen. What was never going to happen, Jackie? Him being James Bond. His name is James Bond. He is James Bond every He's day. More real than actual James Bond. Fake James Bond. Fake James. It was just a character in a fucking book. <coughs> well, and if he's the third, third one. one, that means there are two more. Correct. At least. At least. Mm. And? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and move on before you say something awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what happened with his parents. They screwed? They had sex, and then he came out of her vagina. Yeah. They 007'd it. <laughs> I guess. Why not? Is that like you make an L, and then there's like both rings or something? Dad had a license to screw. <laughs> oh, he got it at the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> and a class C CDL. Right. Push button five for license to screw. There's a long wait. <laughs> if that happened, there would just be like, where the little things ding, number 87 or whatever. Every time you push for your license to screw, just ding, fuck you. <laughs> you just be doing it over and over again. One or day. only, only uh, number 69 is the one that's been <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now serving number 69. Again. Again. <laughs> so they find a ball and they play on anyways. Uh, Moses gives the speech during a timeout. They're still getting their butts kicked. Mm-hmm. He's like, Guys, look at you. You came all this way to do this, and now you're going to fall apart at the end. No, you're better than that. You're going to do this now. We came all this way. You're not going to get to the bridge and not walk over it. Sure. You're not going to let that bridge stop you. And they're like, shit, yeah, man. Yeah. He basically looks at me and goes, hey, fuck it. We're basketball players. Let's just play basketball. Right. Like, hey, wait, we can do that. That's true. That's the one thing we have in common. He's like, listen, I'm the fucker in charge of you fucking fucks. Now get back out there. Yeah, I don't know. That's not what he says. Anyways, they listen and they start playing. They're they're good. Uh, They start closing the gap. Mona runs in and the fucking crowd goes nuts. They're like, Mona! Mona! Yeah, you're the astrology lady. They all go to the show. She's above the booby show. So she maybe works there too. Oh, no, she was above an adult review. I was wondering if she was two-timing. Oh, I see. She's she's moonlighting as a topless dancer, and everybody knows her from there. Yeah, maybe, with her third dimple. Uh, there's, one, there's one point behind, with one second left. There's a jump ball. Mm-hmm. Tipped to Dr. J, who sinks it, and they win. And the crowd rushes the floor. Woohoo! we won credits. Yeah. So, in the end, the film makes the statement that all this astrology shit Doesn't, was just bullshit. Because they even say that right beforehand. She's like, I looked at the charts. It's impossible for win. And he's like, I know. You know. But they don't know. Right. 
and then they don't. They play basketball. You and don't they win. need. You don't need all that mumbo jumbo to to achieve your goals. You just need Dr. J. You just need to go out there and and have Dr. J dunk it a bunch of times. Yeah. Right. I liked it. I liked that moral. I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, good way to approach that. The whole thing was bullshit. Questions. Is it the greatest basketball movie of all time? Definitely not. Definitely not. Nope. It's my question is: Is it bad? Like, I mean, it's it's pretty actually, dumb. It's Sam. dumb, but it's not bad for a budget movie right. from the seventies. Yeah. No, I like the moral. I like some of the hijinks. I like some of the gags. I like some of the jokes. I like some of the characters. I liked how outlandish it was and glittery and shiny the music is goddamn terrible well it's just the same line over and over and over right but at the same time it's catchy and and fun Mm -hmm. uh i don't think it is i know it's really stupid but it's it's really fucking dumb it's super charming yeah it is charming uh one of the other things we should mention about the how charming it is we don't ever really let the movies we let this thing play until the final credit. Yeah. We sure. never let it do like yeah. we all sat there and went, More, please. Yeah. I would like more fish saving Pittsburgh. My favorite or my question. My question is, who was your favorite player? Jackie. I'm gonna go with the set shot. Set shot. Set shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Bullet Bays, the point guard that's the magician. Yeah, I liked him too. Uh God, I think I wanted to go with set shot too, but I'll take uh, I'll take the truth. I thought he was cool. The truth. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody took the rev. He was awesome too. Yeah. Everybody was awesome. Everybody was awesome. It's a fun fun squad. <laughs> fun and Jackie. I don't have any questions. Okay. Sam. Other than the it's bad, no. Okay. Big time question here. Sure. Who did the best, Doctor J, Dennis Rodman, or Shaquille O'Neal? As a film star, basketball star, and film. Tragically, Dr. J, and he stunk in this. Yeah. He didn't do, like, he didn't do terrible. The other two did terrible. Yeah. They did real bad. Ah, Dennis Rodman was so bad. He's awful. And Shaq was just incompetent. He, like, you knew, you knew that he was trying, but he just had no idea what he was doing out there. And he's too big. And uh, Rodman, or er, er, uh, Dr. J... Just was a little kind of slow. He didn't really know how to deliver the lines, but he wasn't god-awful right? like the other two were. Jackie, you agree? I agree. Yeah, I agree, too. Dr. J, best basketball actor of all time. <laughs> Final recommendations from me, absolutely. I This hits all the right buttons with me. Yep. I really liked this movie. It's fun, uh, gaggy. I would have liked it when I was a kid. I like it now. It's got a good moral. There's some fun basketball scenes in it and I, and I like basketball so that's kind of maybe if you don't like basketball we'll get to jackie and see what she has to say uh but yeah for me i liked it definitely do i loved it i i yeah i was just like what how have i never seen this this is awesome i would have watched this like a hundred times if i if yep. the first time i would have saw this was on vhs when i was 10 i would have worn out the tape yeah i agree jackie come to you I also really like it. Oh my gosh, I'm shocked. I thought you hated it. I you know, I like sports movies. Okay. Rudy I mean, Rudy. Rudy. 
Not I, a big I, fan of that one. That one's just okay. <laughs> my one of my favorite ones is Any Given Sunday. Oh, that God. one's terrible. That, that's one you can pick that for an shitty, episode. Jesus you should do that. Christ, we should do dude. that movie. Oh. Any Given Sunday in Love Actually? I don't know about you, Jackie. I liked it. What I also fuck? love The Star is Born. A Star is Born, too. Oh, uh, we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, oh, Any Given Sunday. Jesus. Feel free to write in, guys, and be like, Any Given Sunday? You should pick that My for an episode. My God, I won't watch it. I'll walk out. I oh, it's not that know. bad. I fucking hate that movie. Ha. Huh. I fucking hate it. So we got some streaming news and notes we got to get to. Uh, starting out with a film that Sam and I watched on Amazon Prime called Born Killer, starring Ted Pryor and Fritz Matthews. The last of the Fritz yeah. Matthews movies. Until and, Deadlier Prey. Until Deadlier Prey, yeah. And and sadly, his passing. Mm. I actually know. So David Pryor. David Pryor. <laughs> Fritz Matthews probably fine. Uh, yeah. So Born Killer, is a, Ted Pryor's a bad guy. In this, which he's, was yeah, kind of surprising, he's, crazy prison guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a like a rapist, murderer, you serial it. bad guy. He's he's all of it. Uh, and Fritz Matthews is the good guy. He's uh, with a team of like uh, paintballers who go out into the to the forest to do some paintballing. So Fritz Matthews is like a PTSD Vietnam vet, right. Who's paintballing with some teenagers? Sure, sure. Like, huh? Odd yeah. choice. Yeah. Uh, Ted Pryor and this other dude escape, and they find Fritz Matthews and have a moral battle with him, I guess, uh, via the deaths of teenagers and framing him as uh, an escaped con. And now the cops are looking for Fritz Matthews as well, but because they, they think he's Ted Pryor, uh, but Ted Pryor is just going around taunting Fritz Matthews during the, the whole film while Fritz Matthews trying to get him back into prison. Uh, this movie's awesome. It was a lot of fun. It's fun. It's cool. Uh, it's fairly decently made for an AIP film. I, I'm starting to get with a lot of David A. Pryor's films are very efficiently made. Yeah. And he, he does a nice job with what he's got. Yeah. I really liked Born Killer. I, I thought it was impressive. It's, it's not dumb in the same way, obviously that Deadly Prey is, but it's just cool. It kicks ass. There's some weird shit that happens in it. There's a lot of paint at one point. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I thought Ted Pryor was a really good villain. Yeah, he did a nice job. Yeah, he was. I, he was lunaticy. They had like the, and no, when when you go into it knowing that it's the last uh, on-screen appearance of Fritz Matthews for a long time, their climactic fight scene is a little like, oh, they really putting it all out there. Right. They all know that he's. Hanging it up. Yeah. Yeah, which is too bad, because I thought Fritz Matthews did a good job as well. He did. Yeah. You could tell he was aging, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, totally. Born Killer, definitely do. Uh, next up, Jackie and I watched this on Netflix called Beyond the Gates, a 2016 VOD film starring zero people. Um mm about these two brothers that uh, inherit their father's video store, video rental store, who, who when he dies and he, they find He's a, not dead. Oh, he's, he's been missing okay, for- Okay, he's missing. He's been missing for like six months. Okay, well, they, they inherit this and they find a, a, they gain access to a spooky board game. What I want to know, the board game that they gain access to is a VHS board game. So you have a board and you have tokens and all that sort of stuff, but you put in a tape- and the tape tells you what to do on the board game. Yeah. Was that a thing? Yeah. Really? 
And there was also ones where you'd have to like put the tape in for the answer to give you like video answers, a video jeopardy for a while. It was horrible and you always had to rewind things and it yeah, was you, there'd stupid. be too much rewinding and fast forwarding and there's only think. so many fucking answers anyway right because so. uh, jackie and i didn't remember this i mean we we grew up right in the heartland of the vhs tape we were uh, in the vhs's wheelhouse yeah. right yeah. but i don't remember these I, I remember dvd board games sure because you can just yes yeah, it's digital uh vhs just seems like it would suck no they tr- it was a tremendous failure oh huh, okay yeah all right, well, these guys get that. Uh, they go through this deal where they're trying to find their dad, and the tape is spooky, and it's it's magical. It's like Jumanji came to them, kind of. They don't go into the tape. The tape comes to them and starts fucking up shit around them, killing guys and uh, haunting them in, in a way, right? The, the board makes them kill people in yeah. order to get these keys to the gate. Uh-huh. And then, who's the lady that's in the videotape? Because like, the videotape is interacting with them. Barbara Crampton! Barbara Crampton! So this is made in 2016? Uh, yeah, it's a 2016 flick. What is the fascination with tapes all of a sudden? Uh, there's a lot of nostalgia going on with the 80s, a especially. Lot of, well, I mean, Stranger Things probably didn't hurt that. Synth music within movies, the, the haunting of that uh, sound, the John Carpenter uh, yeah. keyboarding. There's a some hipsters at the bar talking about all the tapes they found. What? They're watching shit on VHS. And what are they going to do with them? Watch shit in full screen like a bunch of assholes. That may or may not have... They got tape machines, too. Viewable resolution. They're assholes. No, those guys are fucking assholes. Tapes blow. Tapes blow. They are inferior medium. You can't suddenly be like, oh, they're... Because it's old. We need to go back to the old ways. No, you need to go back to your fucking mom's vagina and crawl back up there, you stupid fuck. Huh. Then and then Rough. and then she fucking aborts your grown ass man that's up in your vagina and just stabs you with the coat hanger in the eyeball and you're like, Oh god, I'll never watch a VHS tape again. You, which is fine because they don't sell VHS tape machines in your mom's vagina. However, that is surprisingly where Blockbuster ended up too though, so you know, maybe that's where it all comes from. No. Nope. Nope. Hollywood video? Yeah. I'm going to give this a don't. I didn't like it. Even though it had some fun gore here and there, uh, it just started getting like tedious for me. It was a dragger. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. And there's really no, uh, there's no resolution to anything. No, there's really not. And I don't know. It was just fucking stupid. Yep. I, do not. Do not. Last but not least, we've got some listener feedback. Uh, it's actually not feedback. It's news. From Jack B. He says, I thought I'd share some news with you guys about new and upcoming stinkers. Oh. First out in theaters now, but nowhere near me, is Mom and Dad, where a town's parents turn crazy and attack their kids, starring Nicolas Cage as the psychotic dad. Oh. So I wonder if, if he says it's nowhere near him. Now, I know where Jack B. lives because uh, I stalk him. I look in his mm-hmm. windows at night. Uh, he looks good with his shirt off. Um, he does not live in a small town. Uh, it's not a big place, but it's it's similar to where we are, Boise. 
Uh, and we know that. Don't Nicola, tell people where we're at. We've said it like seventy thousand times, Jay. I uh, mean, those those I weird want, stalker fans I are now going to come. I want them to have their own podcast, and they can be like, "Justin looks good with his shirt off," which is what nobody will say. Uh, well, he wants to show what he wants to show the stalkers what weird really looks like. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> give me like, a comparison. You guys want to still stalk me? <laughs> no. He's got a coloring crown, and he's drawing on some abs a and crown. shit. Yeah, a coloring crown. Yeah, because he's got a wax pencil. He's drawing on some abs, standing in front of the window, like, "Hey." And a mustache and a beard. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I want to talk about this goddamn Nicolas Cage shit. He hasn't been in the theater for a long ass time, but Jack is saying that this is a film in theaters, but nowhere near him or us. Is it in theaters or is this going to be another Nicolas Cage VOD jobber? Well, if Nick Cage gets his movies in theaters in like Mexico and Croatia and shit like that. Yeah, right, so sure. Maybe that's where it's in theaters. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. This doesn't sound promising for Nick to make a return to the big screen. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll check out uh, Mom and Dad. Uh, Second, he says, coming out on October 5th, a remake of everyone's favorite movie, A Star is Born, starring Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Oh. Uh, Could they possibly make it worse than the Barbra Streisand one? I'm sure they'll find a way. This one sounds like an instant smap a contender if I've ever heard one. Jack. I'm excited. I am so excited. Uh, I love Lady Gaga. Is there any way it can be good, Sam? It is Lady Gaga. Yeah, I mean, she does elevate things, so there's a chance. She is talented. Yeah, um... And Barbara Streisand's talented, but she's not. She doesn't. She never did anything musically. I mean, she just sings karaoke songs really fucking well, right? I guess it comes down to one question: mm-hmm. Are you a figment of my imagination? Are you looking at me? Looking at you? Looking at me? Or um, are am I a fig? I can't even remember how he says it now. Oh, Shit, no. I fucked it up. Do, do, do. Uh, now Bradley Cooper is Chris Christopherson. Is Chris Christopherson? I'm guessing. Has he ever sang ever that we've ever heard? Does he have a fucking singing voice? Because Chris Christopherson, as grody as I think he is, at least has a musical background. Yeah. You know what I want to know is if they're going to modernize it and make him like oh, a, absolutely. a boy band. Oh, no, yeah, a, a, a boy band. boy band. A 40-year-old boy band. Well, yeah. You know who they should have gotten is Michael Buble. Michael Buble. For well, I his... think you go for Timberlake, personally. Yeah, I think you go to Timberlake, Jackie, but Michael Buble? Yeah, really? Okay, wait. That didn't... That was such a strange shot that it went over my head. And I was Lady like, Gaga what? and film star Michael Bublé. <laughs> she's she just like the whole movie is just staring. I'm like, who's, what are you doing here? You who's casting this movie? He's like, what is this bells, fish named Dave bells. doing in here? <laughs> yeah. I wanted Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, I yeah I think I mean it's sad because. I, I like both of those guys. I think Lady Gaga Buble? and no, fuck Michael Bublé. <laughs> I like Michael Bublé. Yeah, you like Christmas way too much. Uh, Lady Gaga is awesome. Bradley Cooper's pretty cool. Um, dude, Stars Born. I think I just don't know if they can do it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Amy. It's gonna turn out like that Mariah Carey one that we did. Glitter. Hopefully not, but yeah. Glitter was kind of a ripoff of A Star is Born. A little, yeah, yeah. But all, essentially, you could say the same thing about Purple Rain at that point. Like, if you're making that comparison, that all music movies are essentially A Star is Born to a degree. Was A Star is Born a remake of an original movie? Uh, yes, A Star is Born. Which, with who's the first time that that was? I don't a- know. It was. It's old. It's old. a black and white. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
in the in the in the before time. Yeah, <laughs> before we had Technicolor. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to uh, that at all. But, I am. Uh, we'll see what happens. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, Jackie might make that uh, a bad movie field trip. Apparently, they're just rummaging through the closets and reviving every studio yeah. property. Yeah, yeah. What else we got back there? <sighs> Crocodile <else> Dundee. <sighs> Oh, with Bradley Cooper. With Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Actually, I would like it with Kanye West. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, alligators and shit. That crocodiles. Be... Uh, I don't know. I'm a genius. That would be amazing. Uh, we have to end today. Uh, it's Jackie's pick next. What do you have lined up at all, Jackie? I'm doing. Drum roll, please. Oh, boy. I'm scared. Okay. <clears throat> Any given Sunday. All right. Oh! <laughs> Any given Sunday. Oh, the Wiener movie. This was the first movie I ever saw Wiener in. And I was so stoked. I rewound it like six times. God, you hate me, don't you? Uh, hey, but we get Pacino back, and I don't know how many That's anything. true. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, we could all do Pacino accents. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens there. Enjoy your week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper. Any given Sunday. Ugh. That's like watching Swordfish. It's better than Swordfish. Oh. I just watched Swordfish three years ago and I was astounded. Why? What would prompt you to watch Swordfish? Because it was, it's. Everyone was just like, it's that bad. And I was like, I have to see how bad it is. And I was like, holy shit, that's bad. Have you never, did you not see it? I never saw it. Oh, it's fucking atrocious. Yeah, I ran into it when Hastings was still open and it was like 89 cents. And I was like, fuck it. I saw it in the theater. Oh. Yeah. I saw it in the theater with our friend Dave. Oh, man. Who sneaked in a tall flask of whiskey oh was this the one where he put it in the soda and got, got shit house got shit house yeah. during the middle of, so- of, of swordfish and then fell asleep <laughs> he passed out in swordfish and you got to watch the whole thing i had to watch the whole thing uh it's oh. ugh, ugh. i was amazed at how bad i didn't i didn't think it could be as bad as it was it's pretty much the worst yeah I, it was like worse than hackers even it's just because it tries that techno angle for a mm-hmm. little bit mm-hmm. and so it's like dancing with johnny mnemonic and hackers and it's like you're not even as good as those movies and they're Mm-mm. terrible Mm-mm. no you're all a bunch of assholes swordfish mm. Ugh. Ugh. isn't jackman in that yeah you jackman halle berry and uh american treasure uh what's his face john uh travolta travolta yeah, yeah. Man, I like Hugh Jackman. He's awful in it. Yeah. He does a bad job. It's surprising he had a career. After that, yeah. yeah. Was that before or after X-Men? Before. Yeah. Hmm. I would say that Halle Berry's career somehow survived, but she's in so much shit. She did Catwoman after that. She did, yeah, and Gothica was awful. Yeah, Gothica was right after that. I saw that at the theater, too. That really, I did, too. I saw it at the $2 theater. Uh, maybe. Anna, Anna made me go to it, uh-huh. and I had to watch it, and it was like... I wanted to just stab my eyes out the whole time. Uh, it's ironic that you say that because doesn't she stab her eyes out? Does she? I think she does. Yeah. And I was like, oh, come she gets to do it. <laughs> I wanted to do that. Unfair. <laughs> Unfair. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
want no eyeballs. I want my money back. Couldn't stab out my eyes.